0: I'm Caitlin and I'm Ariel and this is the Beverly Hills 90210 podcast where we break down each episode of the 10 season show. Today we're talking about season one, episode three,
1: every dream has a price tag. Mary, what happened this week?
0: Brenda struggles to fit in when Kelly reunites with her wild ex BFF Tiffany. Brenda is pleased when Tiffany asks her to go shopping, but the good feelings don't last when Tiffany is caught stealing. Brandon gets a job as a busboy and is shocked to learn his co-workers of color make less than minimum wage. Cindy is irritated when Jim hires Anna, a maid, to work at the Walsh family home. Oh, gosh. Okay, so which
1: Walsh do we want to talk about first? That's the thing.
0: This episode is almost the first time where we can break it down by person. Yeah.
1: And, God, I'm going to be honest. I did not like this episode. I I don't like anybody in
0: this episode. It was really bad. Not there was not a single redeeming quality that I could have picked out from either of the Walsh siblings or of the Walsh parents.
1: Well, okay. So here's the thing: is like, Dad should definitely have talked to Mom before he went and hired someone without talking to her. Like, I feel like that's just fiscal responsibility, right? Which ten Ks are flying. He's clearly in finance. He Mm -hmm. should know. Like, all right, if we want to manage our finances. I don't know, maybe the 90s were different, but I feel like if John and I were doing something and I was just like, oh, I hired a maid service, like John would probably be okay with it because he really wants someone to clean the house for us. (laughs) But he would be like, you just decided to spend all this money without
0: talking to me. That's the thing. I'm not sure if they just have a bad communication, you know, bad communication in the relationship, but I feel like I would have talked about it first or maybe talk to each other about should we get a full-time maid a part-time maid should it be only on some days of the week should yeah should she only come
1: on this day like what is the extent of what she does also does she speak english or if she doesn't do i speak enough spanish to converse with her because i feel like that was obviously you know a plot device that they came up with yes but like that's stupid Well, and and she was
0: so the typical, you know, American English speaking woman
1: speaking louder. Oh, my God. I'm Cindy. No, (laughs) that's not how that works. (laughs) That's uh, it makes me so mad when people do that. And And, like she knew some Spanish. She could easily have said like yo soy Cindy
0: or at least done a little bit more hand gestures or you know like Mm -hmm. talking with her hands to say like you know my name is like patting her chest or something or like literally anything to point to stuff Mm -hmm. she just gets louder gets louder she just she just is so and cringeworthy you know what
1: I just thought of Brandon takes Spanish at school
0: oh yeah they have the all immersive uh Spanish class in the first episode (laughs) that he
1: never goes back to but like She That first day would have been a loss, but when he came home, like, they know about Anna. Mm -hmm. There's no, like, hiding the fact that there was someone in cleaning the house, and she could have been like, Brandon, write down some phrases for me. Tell me how to say, clean the kitchen, or I don't need you here, whatever.
0: Or if Cindy doesn't do anything all day, and she clearly complains the entire episode about how she doesn't do anything, could she not have gone to the library and perhaps
1: gotten a simple phrase book or something? Yeah, (laughs) no, I have tons of notes in the past couple episodes of being like mom needs hobbies mom needs to join a book club mom needs to join a gardening club mom needs to get out of the house if she's just gonna complain go take a spanish class right
0: like you're in
1: california everyone speaks spanish and she talks
0: about i guess she kind of alludes to having a job back in minnesota Mm -hmm. which is fine but if you don't have one now and you're complaining about it, which personally to me, I feel like if you're moving to a city that has a much higher cost of living, you it's probably even more important that both mm-hmm. parents work. So I'm not totally sure where they were going with that. I would have just not given her a job back in Minnesota if that were the case. But if she's complaining so much about it and feeling like she has no purpose, mm-hmm do something about it. You're, you're not being restricted. No one's stopping you from doing anything, but all you're doing is complaining.
1: Yeah. That's what gets me. Like when my parents got together, both of them had jobs because they were both adults. And then when they got married, my dad lived in New Jersey and my mom lived in Chicago. So she had to move out to New Jersey to be with him. And, um, like she they were like, oh, well, maybe you won't get a job while you're here because we already have two kids. Like, right. if we're going to have them at the house during times, like, I think she had um, not so full custody, but like, she oh. had my brother the majority of the yep. time. So I, their original agreement was like, oh, well, maybe you don't have a job and you stay home with the kids. And she hated it. Uh, so she got a job. Yep. Like, quite literally, they're, my dad loves telling the same stories over and over again. So his favorite <laughs> As story all is like. Too. He he's like, I came home one day and your mom was cleaning the baseboards with a toothbrush. <gasps> yeah. Like he loves talking about it because she was so bored. And oh, my gosh. So she went and got a new job. And That's then like- she kept having jobs up until I came around. And then there was like a literal baby. And then she got sick and couldn't work. So it was mm-hmm. like, all right, well, now you're going to be a stay at home mom. But then three kids.
0: Yeah. I mean, my mom never really had that opportunity because my parents divorced when I was little so she had to work because there was no other option she was a single mom you know they shared custody but still she had to go get a job to (laughs) provide so it's not just you know living off child support or whatever it may be Mm. but I still feel like regardless if there is a situation where either it's a a single uh, parent household or two parents If you're not happy with your situation, you have full control over it. It's not like Brandon and Brenda are young.
1: Yeah. They're on their own doing whatever they want. They're not adults, but they're both 16. Yeah. Brandon has a driver's license. Mm -hmm. I don't really know why Brenda doesn't have one, but she's old enough to have one because they're twins. Right. So it's not like they wouldn't be able to go places and they don't need mom home all day. Like... We don't e- this is the first time we've even seen her during the day. Like she Definitely. could be off doing whatever, so she could easily have a job.
0: And that makes me wonder like do they only have one car or like one like the dad has the car that he takes to work and then Brandon has the car, but
1: we haven't seen another. I did wonder when I was watching episode 4, I was like why does Brandon have a car? Like did he yeah. have that car when they were in Minnesota and they drove it all the way out to California? Did they, you know, get there and decide mom doesn't have to have a job? So take mom's car or like, I don't know. It it seemed weird to me because, yeah, mom could drive them. Mom could drive yeah. them off in the valet line.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. She could just do a little carpooling or mm. whatever it was, the, the drop off line and mm. gab with the other moms who she'll immediately hate because she hates everything about
1: Beverly Hills. All she does is complain and it bothers me so much.
0: It drives me insane. I don't understand how someone can be this unhappy. I mean, I've probably said this a million times and I definitely wrote it down a million times in all my notes for this episode, but she just complains so much. It's so hard to hear anything come out of her mouth that's not a complaint or not some sort of criticism on Beverly Hills or, you know, criticism of Brenda and how she's acting in Beverly Hills, which Mm -hmm. isn't even out of you know, the realm of possibility. Like, Brenda's just acting like a real She's normal She's acting like teenager. a teenager. Yeah. yeah. And it's almost like mom is acting like a teenager
1: too, but in a bad way. Yeah, mom's the... Well, what drives me nuts about mom is so many of her complaints are about money. Like, yes, I have, like, what does dad do to afford cost of living that they've just decided mom's not going to work? Mom is so constantly unhappy. And they're, like, really upset about... Her wanting $120 for horseback riding, which I didn't look up, but that doesn't seem so unordinary. Like, it doesn't seem like that's an insane amount of money to go horseback riding.
0: Well, and we don't know if it's, like, for an hour or for it's, like, the whole day or for it's, like... I mean, we know none of the details, and we never will, but... Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, she definitely complains about money, that's which is also why I don't so understand much. why she doesn't
1: have a job. Yeah, if she's so concerned about the cost of living and how much like getting new clothes for Brenda would cost or going horseback riding or hiring a cleaning service. Like Yeah. She just I sits I think there she just and... sits there and obsesses about money. Totally. Yep. And it drives me. Mom makes me so mad. It kinda made me think of in Buffy um
0: <laughs> First
1: so... Buffy reference. Just wanna point that out. <laughs> first of many. Yeah. <laughs> um but like in my first run through of Buffy, I remember like I binged A bunch of it Mm because I was seven when it came out. So I didn't watch it when it was on TV. And I remember getting to, you know, the later seasons and just loving Joyce so much. I was like, this is the greatest mom. She's so wonderful. Everything is great. I'm so glad that she's in this show. And then I started rewatching it and I was Mm -hmm. like, mom sucks. Yeah. What the hell? Like, what was I thinking? And I don't remember. I think it's like the end of season one where like they have a whole thing and then later on is when mom starts being like Joyce starts being the mom that i remember her being in buffy okay so i'm wondering when that's gonna happen here oh sure because like i hate mom now i really do so at some point they're gonna have to change this character
0: and i truly don't remember in my first run through because it was probably 10 years ago at least when (laughs) i did my first run through of the show but i want to say that i did not always hate her mm-hmm. but i don't remember hating her either so my memory on mom could just be totally messed up because truthfully we all really remember dylan yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's the most memorable and i mean there's tons of things later on that like the, it takes away the focus of the dynamics between the walsh family mm-hmm. So that leads me to believe that she probably gets better because she's less of the focus. Yeah. Which is really what I'm hoping is true and what I remember.
1: So yeah, like everything in this episode when she's just speaking loudly at Anna and she's Ugh. like complaining about, you know, uh, what's his name? Jim traveling in front of the kids in the last couple episodes. Yeah. Like all she does is bitch. I and know. I hate ate it and then she calls him to complain about it and then when he comes home that night and she just reaches into his bag and pulls something out and is like oh this is clearly a present for me and then gets mad when it's not I was like he there is no reason that he should be bringing you a present and also he
0: almost looked ashamed at what the present quote unquote present was yeah when it wasn't a present to begin with and then when he pulls it out it's just an outfit it's like a little it's a track suit. track suit <laughs> like it, it why would he a why would he be ashamed of that b why would she get mad that he bought himself something and c like why why does she get i don't know why does i don't have a c i just have so many thoughts of like
1: why are you so angry well and that was the thing is when they go on their like power walk later and he's (laughs) wearing it he's like oh yeah this is great i should buy you one and she's like no i don't want it and i was like Then why were you mad when you were like, oh, this is going to be too big for me? Impossible woman. I know. Gosh, she is the worst. I would have been like, oh, I have to move to California. You guys should stay here for six months. Bye. Right. (laughs) Like, I would not want her coming with me. Well, and she just, I think what I've realized too, she doesn't give
0: anything or anyone the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So it's like, you know, the last couple of episodes, she doesn't give Jim the benefit of the doubt because he's traveling or he's working harder or he hires a maid. So she just thinks, oh, well, you're traveling. So this sucks. Yeah. Or, oh, we moved to Beverly Hills so you could travel back to Chicago or you can do that. And then with Brenda in this specific episode, she never gives her the benefit of the doubt when Brenda might fall short or when she views Brenda as falling short. Mm -hmm. And so she doesn't give her the benefit of the doubt, even though she presumably hasn't done anything bad up until this point. Yeah,
1: because, I mean, we've mentioned this before, but, like, mom never finds out about Jason. Right. So she doesn't know that she snuck into a club. She doesn't know that she was spending all this time with a (laughs) 25-year-old. Drinking banana daiquiris. (laughs) The grossest drink ever. (laughs) And... Um, oh gosh, I had another one. Um, and yeah, in the last episode where Brenda helps save a girl's life. Right. Like, so far, Brenda's been a pretty cool kid. And when she was like, oh, well, I can't afford to buy the jeans, so I'm going to make my own. She like, makes her own. She, and, and I think that was the only time we've seen mom kind of be on Brenda's side. Yeah, mom was kind of an okay mom for some of the episodes last yeah. time. Yeah. But then this time she just reverted straight back to totally being Totally reverted. Yeah. I just, ugh, I don't like her. And I thought it was really interesting that the episode opened straight up into Brenda trying to convince her for this one horseback riding thing. Yep. Like, I don't know. I'm sure I didn't know a lot about my parents' finances when I was a teenager. Oh, no. And like, I would have felt bad asking about this. Mm-hmm. But I think if it was something I really wanted and all of my friends were doing it, I think my parents would have been like, we can find a way to do this for you. Yeah. Like, maybe you don't get to go shopping and buy a new pair of jeans this weekend instead of jeans you get horseback riding or
0: like maybe you do you know a lot more chores or you yeah you know
1: get your homework done and i don't know actually you know what my parents would have been like it would probably be really great if you had a job and could do this for yourself or that and brenda is just like not interested no she's never
0: whereas in this episode we actually do see brandon look for a job which oh my <laughs> the god worst wow. montage ever but Brenda never even kind of like
1: makes any sort of indication that she would want a job
0: or would at want to At least not yet. I mean, with how yeah. much she
1: complains about wanting more money to do stuff, you'd think she'd want to go get a job at one of these boutiques. Or that she'd have to. Yeah. To be able to keep up. Yeah. I mean, frankly, when you see how many times she and Kelly go shopping and, you know, Kelly can buy things like don't you when you get jobs at places, you get discounts. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you would get at a clothing store, but. In you restaurants, might... you get half off, half off yeah. food. So, like, I think in clothing stores, you get, like, 20% off or something. I mean, at the least, you could get 10%. And yeah. And that's probably at least, you know, a little bit better. That's better than nothing. Yeah. And, I mean, she's just going to spend the whole paycheck there anyway, probably. Yeah. With Kelly, so. Or McDonald's in her prom dress. <laughs> I don't even think there is a McDonald's around here.
0: Oh, right? <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. So, I guess we can talk about Brenda because she was probably the star of the
1: show. Yeah, she was a really big part of this episode.
0: Yeah, and it's her story is very a moral dilemma. Mm-hmm. Um because so we start off with the teacher, which again, another episode with <laughs> another teacher trying to be cool and trying to like
1: you know engage the children and then you never see them again and they they just serve no purpose i do think this one did a better job than the science teacher that was like who is it mozart or whatever yeah where he's just like all on the mozart bust mm-hmm. and like talking about the music during the test and better than the spanish teacher that we saw as well oh
0: yeah the spanish teacher was just pointless there is no- yeah and i mean so this teacher she start they're going over Lemas mis mm-hmm. rob. And
1: so miserable,
0: am I right? Yeah. (laughs) Come on, lady. (laughs) Do better on that reference. Um, And I literally put in my notes, literally makes a pun about being miserable. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that kind of tees up the rest of it because talking about, you know, the moral dilemma of would you steal food uh, to feed your family Mm -hmm. if they were starving? Yeah. Um, So naturally, we meet this
1: bad girl, Tiff. Tiff. Who Brenda reeks of jealousy. I know, which I get it. Like, I'm sure at some point in high school, definitely middle school, I know I did this in middle school, where like one of your friends starts talking to a different friend that you either didn't know about or like a new kid that came to class and you were just like, why aren't we that good of friends right now? Well, and with her, they were
0: ex-best friends. Like she and Kelly were Mm. best friends at one point and then stuff happens and now they're buddy-buddy again. So Brenda's like, what the heck, man? Like... I don't know that I could mess up like this and still be best friends with you. Which, like, honestly, Kelly...
1: Why would anyone want to keep coming back to Kelly? Yeah. She gets better, too. I'm sure she does. I'm sure everybody does. I only have three episodes... (laughs) Yeah, that's true. ...in the bank. But, like, so far she has been like, look at all of my credit cards. And this party sucks, and I'm not waiting for you to come back even though you have no way of getting home. And my fashion choices are cowboy boots to the (laughs) beat. And... I didn't study for this test so I'm going to cheat off of you. Ugh, and like, I'm going to make your ID with pencil.
0: Yeah, so maybe Kelly really isn't great. <laughs> Kelly's not
1: great so far. Yeah. And I I don't know. It's it seems ridiculous watching it as a 28-year-old, but I know yeah. in high school if I saw that, it would have been really hard for me to walk up to my friend and be like, "What's like why why did you guys stop being friends? Why are right. you so much better friends now and like putting myself out there to be in the friendship with them being like oh well there can be more than two of us there can be three
0: yeah i mean i know for me like i We're four with donna oh gosh <laughs> lest we forget <laughs> which we basically do forget she's yeah, forgotten i'm ready for her to have some lines <laughs> she needs some. she needs to talk a little bit so we remember her but yeah i mean i know for me growing up i was the kind of person who had very like a small group of really close friends. I wasn't one to have, like, a bunch of acquaintances. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was tough when someone would come into that friend group and just kind of, like, mess things up. Or not mess things up, but just, like, toss it up, you know? Like, mix it up. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, from Brenda's point of view, she's probably the same way. Mm -hmm. Just like, oh, my gosh, wait, am I being threatened here? Is this a problem? Or I have to be super vigilant about staying friends and, and being super nice and inclusive and but also don't let this like affect me and mm. let
1: anyone see me sweat and all this stuff so I get it yeah no I totally get it and like especially since she can't go do the horseback riding or she can't go buy all this stuff but at the same time I did a lot of like hanging out at the mall in high school where I didn't buy anything yeah I had terrible taste
0: and I did a lot of hanging out just like at each other's houses because we didn't have money to spend. Yeah. So it's like, there are things you can do. But in this case, apparently all you do is go to the same store over and over
1: and over. Okay, sorry. I have one note that I just want to talk about where Tiff shows up with a leather cowboy hat Le- or leopard oh. print cowboy hat, not leather. That's right. Yeah, she shows up with the leopard print cowboy hat and Kelly's like, oh my God. And that's their whole like, these two are best friends. Yep. And Brenda's just sitting off jealous and I couldn't stop staring at the hat. And i was just like, <laughs> She's like, where did you get this? Where do you think? i was like, no, I, have I don't no know. Idea. Where did <laughs> you buy a leopard print cowboy
0: hat? <laughs> and she's like, so desperate. She's like, cool hat. Uh, no, no. <laughs> so tr- desperately trying to insert herself into this to make known, like, hey, I'm part of this group too. Mm.
1: Oh man, it's something. It's yeah.
0: It's I I think I was like, well, this isn't gonna go well, but we'll see.
1: <laughs> and then they go to the store. And they're all like trying on all of these clothes. And Mm -hmm. then you just see Tiff in the dressing room just like shoving things in her bag, which I'll be honest. I did steal things in high school, but it was like, (gasps) I know. Well, according to dad, every teenager goes through their stealing. Oh, God, I did not. I'm too much of a rule follower to do that. Oh, no. My favorite thing was to go to Hot Topic and be like bright red eyeliner that I'm never going to wear take
0: mine this belongs to me
1: yeah no all of my stuff was like stupid shit like that i was never like 14 shirts yes (laughs) yeah like i don't even know if these fit me or if these are my size but yep we'll just put in the bag well and it just kind of blows my mind that in beverly hills at this boutique there is not somebody in the dressing rooms being like oh you walked in there with 17 things and the dressing room is empty and you came out with nothing
0: well right yeah like that's the thing she does this she executes this so poorly Mm. that it's like how did the salespeople not know that she was stealing i mean that clearly just means that they don't pay attention yeah or maybe this was before they started putting people like
1: employees in the dressing room at yeah. the front of the dressing room mm-hmm. counting your items but i also think it's really funny that when they go the first time and she steals things that's how she does it yep and then the second time they go and she steals things she's literally right in front of the counter oh it's totally in plain sight it's this stupid and she's like go distract that one woman opens bag throw 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 and like, then caught surprise yeah how did you not see this coming? Why right. would you not go back to the dressing room and be like, oh, I'm going to go try some stuff on. And then you take like one thing out of the pile, not fill your bag. Also, how many like this
0: was only over the span of like, oh, either a few days or a week at most, probably. Yeah. Yeah. How like, many they, clothes do you possibly need to steal in seven days?
1: I mean, like they, they do talk about it, how it's kind of an impulse for her to do this. Yeah. But it just seemed really interesting because, yeah, I didn't fill a bag of stuff right and it's literally it's two days in a row right Mm because they go the first day and then the second day everyone's supposed to be going horseback riding and brenda can't go and tiff didn't go i don't know if she just wasn't in on the plans or whatever or she just wanted to go steal somewhere or or maybe corrupt brenda yeah i don't know and then they go back to brenda's house where she Mm -hmm. stashes a bag full of the stolen goods Mm -hmm. and then they go right back out
0: And that's what makes me wonder if like she it's hard for me to think that she was so sabotaging of Brenda in the friend group, Mm -hmm. but more or less corrupt Brenda to her ways and Mm -hmm. like make her steal stuff, too. That's that's kind of what I didn't understand. I mean, obviously, it was to further the plot and to like include Brenda in the plot. I just didn't understand why she picked Brenda's house. She could have picked Kelly's house. She could have picked her own house because apparently, just like others, her parents aren't there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I
1: don't understand why she didn't just leave all this stuff at her her own house. Yeah. But I guess like, you know, they talk about it when she has that heart to heart with mom or something that she's stealing for her parents attention. She's stealing to get caught and everything. So maybe Mm -hmm. she wanted Brenda to get caught with it to be like. Well, now we're in this together and we're closer and we can be friends. And I don't know. I just I don't personally connect with this idea of like I'm just going to steal a bunch of stuff to Mm -hmm. feel something. Yeah, because I mean,
0: I guess I can understand it from like an adrenaline junkie side Mm -hmm. of things, but I don't view TIFF as an adrenaline junkie is more just I need people to notice me and notice what I'm doing. Mm hmm. Which so.
1: would explain why she took her top off at school. Yeah.
0: What? It it, it was her entire dress. The, yeah. the stolen dress. The stolen, stolen dress. red see-through dress. And she, David shows up, which he didn't need to be in the episode
1: at all because <gasps> this was the only time he was there and when Steve was spraying I was cologne say, at him. <laughs> we do see him again. And I do have a note about that that I was like, why are Steve and Brent, or God, I, Brian Austin Green, I wrote that yep. again. <laughs> why are Steve and David hanging out?
0: Yeah. It's suddenly their friends. And they're in, I guess, and they're in the store, the same store that they're all in. Mm. And he sprays cologne on him. But then when David is back in the school, he's suddenly filming for some reason. What is up with the show? And like meta filming. I know. (laughs) But he's like filming. And Tiff's like, oh, I'll give you a show. And then takes her clothes off. I know what
1: you want or whatever. And I just... Who does Like someone would have seen this at school and she would have been suspended or something and then he passes out and he definitely broke that camera there's no way that camera is still okay those cameras
0: were huge back then Mm. there's it probably weighed more than he did yeah and so when he tumbled and timbered to the ground so did the camera r.i.p camera yeah so tiff definitely is yearning for attention in every way possible and and obviously the stealing part is the biggest thing but it's kind of interesting when brenda i almost said Brenda. this is gonna happen all the time isn't it (laughs) it's too close i know but when brenda eventually does get caught Mm. um it's actually the clothes aren't found first
1: right yeah so they get caught at the store and then the woman's like i'm gonna call your parents that's right and tiff's like well my parents aren't home and she's like we'll see about that we'll see about that (laughs) which are like How does that know? Yeah. Like, she knows her parents aren't home. Why are you like, well, maybe they're home now. Yeah, like, Like, ooh, I'm going to get you. They're going to (laughs) answer. I guarantee it. Yeah. But then, yeah, so they get caught. And then they call Brenda's house. And Mm -hmm. dad picks up the phone and is like, Brenda just got caught stealing. And Brandon immediately goes into golden boy white knight mode. I know. He's like, you guys know she wouldn't do
0: that. Brenda would never. Come on, guys. (laughs) I feel like that's kind of his, come on. And yeah, he takes up for her, but mom immediately, this is what I was talking about earlier, she immediately does not give her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. She doesn't, she she jumps to distrust Brenda mm-hmm. and think that she did something bad, mm-hmm. whereas with Brandon, he, she never... They always treat him like he's always going to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. So we've talked about this before, the, like, duality between the two where it's, like, clearly Brandon is set up to be the golden boy and and always do the right thing. And Brenda's going to be the one that fails. She is automatically set up to fail. And I hate that for her because just especially being a teenage girl, Mm -hmm. she doesn't need that.
1: Well, and that's the thing is it's always mom. Mom is seeing the worst in this kid and... Like, I just get the feeling that everything they've said where she had really good grades in Minnesota and mom seems to act like this is not how she acted before. Like, there's just no reason to be like this.
0: There's no evidence to believe that Brenda's really changed. It's not like she's changed
1: to her core. Mm -hmm. She has just adapted to her
0: environment.
1: Yeah. And then when they go pick her up and dad's just like, all right, well, we can put this behind us kind of makes me think that dad is either a more relaxed parent or... He does realize this. He's like, no, this is not Brenda. Like, Brandon was right. I may be jumping to conclusions, but there's clearly another story about this. And she's really ashamed. And we can move past this. Like, it's not going to happen again. But mom's just like, no, you're dead to me. Well, and they also kind of act like she murdered someone and buried the body. (gasps) Yeah. Which, like, (laughs) nothing – technically, like, she was not caught with any clothes on her. No, It was all tiff. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Tiff paid for the clothes, so the store didn't call security. The store didn't press any charges. Everything is done. And I think – I don't know if the store would have said anything about this. Clearly, Tiff and Brenda didn't say anything about this. But it does really seem like Brenda just got caught up in it. And the parents should be like, all right, well, this is the first time you've hung out with this girl. Which I guess, like – Maybe mom is really concerned because, like, Kelly shows up and, like, honks outside and looks like she's a reject from a Megadeth <laughs> music video. Right. And then Tiff shows up at the house and is like, you'd never catch my mom with cleaning utensils. Stare. True. So she automatically was, like, set up to hate
0: Tiff. Rightfully so. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I, I do think maybe it was more of a lookout of, like, hey, this person's bad news. Yeah, you like don't Brenda's be falling into the her. wrong crowd. Yeah. But still, it, like... The way they're walking outside, and mm-hmm. and Brenda like doesn't take up for herself, but well, she sort of does here. She's like, I can't believe you think that I would ever do that. And as they're walking out, and Jim's like, we'll just bury it, or mm-hmm. we'll, you know, we'll, we'll just, put it to bed. And yes. Whatever he says. Literally, they're acting like she committed a felony or something. Yeah.
1: So it's a little extreme, mm-hmm. but well, yeah. and I think in real life you know, obviously not in TV world. Like my parents would have talked to me about it. They would have sat me down and been like, I know you don't want to talk about it, but we have to talk about it because we don't want you getting arrested or like, you know, we don't like this friend. Like they were pretty obvious about when they didn't like my friends. Oh,
0: totally. Same here. Like I knew immediately because my mom wanted me to only be friends with goody goodies or like people who were making good grades or really smart or were involved in my activities and things like that. Yeah. And if I came home and was like hanging out with somebody who was a little bit edgy, mm-hmm. aka someone who shopped at Hot Topics, <laughs> <laughs> Your mom that's what my mom, me. yeah, my mom thought that was edgy. She hated my like skater phase or whatever oh my gosh yeah I had like three pairs of Etnies I didn't skateboard I had like four pairs of Converse which I still have a pair
1: Mm -hmm. that I've had since high school oh I just retired my like oldest pair of Converse and I already missed them
0: I love them I wore them for my lip sync battle at work the other day (laughs) and it was perfect um but no anyway yeah like if somebody if my mom knew I was falling in with the wrong people I would know immediately It it wasn't It almost seems like the mom and Brenda or just the kids in general are just so out of touch Mm -hmm. that it's then a surprise when something bad happens or it's a surprise when something good happens or... It's all just a surprise. And maybe that's a, you know, reflection on the fact that in the 90s, there weren't really cell phones, you know, for everyone. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a way to communicate via social media. Mm -hmm. And nowadays, it's like everything is on display. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like parents have an easier job of being helicopter parents because Mm -hmm. you can literally see everything from a social media standpoint to a texting standpoint to whatever. But it just
1: feels disconnected. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. Because I... I used to work with a ton of parents and one of the women that I worked with really did track everything about her kid. Oh, wow. Like she had her tagged on um, Google, which Mm like, I feel like I'm complaining about this, but I have my husband tagged on Google. But she had her tagged on Google and would be like, She's at school, and her phone battery is already down to 30%. What is she doing on her phone? Whoa. Yeah. She would, like, check her phone battery, check where she physically was. She would, like, turn the Wi-Fi off to make sure her kid couldn't do anything on her phone at certain hours. It was, like, very controlling of all of this stuff. And this kid is a goody-goody. Like, she – They would always talk about how she's so great. She's in marching band. She's in all of these, you know, really – high academic classes like honors classes and she's gonna do all of this stuff and she wants to be a doctor when she grows up and blah 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 and I was like if you don't let this kid have a life she's gonna go off the deep end she's gonna be friends with Tiff and she's gonna get caught stealing (laughs)
0: yeah I love that you used marching band as the first like example of being a goody goody (laughs) shout outs to
1: marching band (laughs) (laughs) but like really like she said at some point this girl was a freshman last year when we worked together and she was like there's no reason that freshmen should be talking to juniors whoa and i was like what the heck and what universe yeah and that's the thing is she was talking to other kids in marching band so i was like yeah. So she's a good kid for being in marching band but a junior in marching band is already trouble for wanting Jeez. to talk to a 14 year old yeah that's but like when you're 14 crazy. and 15 and 16 in high school like that's not Stephen david yeah they're hanging out literally
0: I which I still don't know if they're sophomores or juniors I
1: think they said sophomore at some point but I feel like since everyone drives Mm -hmm. I want to say they're juniors yeah
0: that's true that's a good point because I mean for me I was like one part of the older group so I drove the summer before my junior year Mm -hmm. I think
1: we had or sophomore who the heck knows I don't know I had one friend that had his driver's license sophomore year and okay. I don't remember when his birthday was but he yeah. was the only one that had his license sophomore year in our friend group and then the rest of us were like August and September so mm-hmm. we got it like as right. school started
0: yeah that makes sense but yeah so the fact that they're hanging out that would be bad news bears to uh your parent
1: friend oh my god she <laughs> would have she would have some issues
0: what was scary about my mom and maybe she's just really good at being like intimidating <laughs> is that whenever I would let's just even say I did something mildly wrong. Like I lied about the time I got home from something or I don't know, just something really, really innocent. That's really not a big deal. But if done up repeatedly would turn into a problem, like I would say something clearly a lie to my mom. She would immediately be like, I know that didn't happen. You know, I have eyes everywhere. That's
1: so terrifying, right? (laughs) But
0: nine times out of 10, she got it every time. So either I was just a really bad liar Or she truly did have a network (laughs) and had eyes everywhere because the things that she would end up saying would be like actual events that took place. And I'm like, what the heck, mom? How do you know? Now, granted, our band group was very close. So maybe it really was a network and it wasn't (laughs) that hard. But yeah, scary super but
1: mom in this nah she don't got a network no she, she sits at home she doesn't leave the house she just complains yeah she just sits at home and calls her husband while he's at work with 10ks flying <laughs> and yep. complains god like we haven't even heard her talking to anybody else yet
0: no she's talked to anna
1: not well and Who doesn't speak english well enough to like the two of them yep talk and she's talked to brandon brenda and jim and frankly i uh, I don't know. Maybe Anna does speak English and pretends not to speak it very oh, well, just to not. That hear. would be hilarious. I would do that because all she ugh. does, well, all she does is complain. And then when they're like out power walking, and Anna shows up with the like plate of whatever, yeah, and the mystery meat. Don't you remember? Well, that's what makes. me I'm trying not to call it mystery meat because I. <laughs> I was just like, that's rude. Like you took this tray that she brought to you as like a gesture, maybe because she realizes you don't have any friends and you're not happy. Yeah. And you just brought it inside and set it on the counter without refrigerating it and called it weird mystery meat when it it's probably enchiladas. Yeah. You know what enchiladas are
0: or like at the very least, just like a casserole of some sort, like
1: which why would you call it mystery meat? like surely is it better than your cooking cindy
0: yes cindy (laughs) go eat some kiwi right go eat your 12 calories
1: (laughs) god cindy's the worst she is the worst and then yeah so when they get caught stealing and then the next what the next day i guess they're standing in the kitchen and anna comes in and is savage and is like so savage cindy i clean and it's just like all the stolen stuff with giant
0: price tags on every piece she of clothing. She knew exactly
1: what she was doing. It was
0: literally like prices right tags. Like yeah. <laughs> biggest tags I've ever seen on these clothes. Oh my god, so savage. I wash? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Drop the
1: mic. <laughs> she she probably pulled all that out and like had heard Cindy bitching about this all morning and been like, "Oh, I'm going to get her." She gone. I'm going to get her. Yeah, and she's immediately like, "Well, clearly you stole these." But what's crazy is Brenda doesn't even take up for
0: herself. Yeah. She just,
1: like, says, like, Mom, you shouldn't think of me this way. Yeah, like, Brenda did not know those were in the house. Right. right. Like, she had never seen Tiff stashing them. Right. And she obviously knew as soon as she saw them, she was like, oh, Tiff said, do you mind if I leave something here? And I guess she forgot, because, like, Brenda certainly forgot. So Tiff probably did, too. Yeah, but, like... It seems like at some point she'd want to be like, those aren't mine and you should know they're not mine.
0: Right. She should have. That's what she should have said. Totally. She should have started. And and they get in this giant blowout fight like they are
1: yelling, which if I ever yelled at my mother like that, Mm -hmm. mm -mm. game over. Absolutely not. I would have been so much trouble. So grounded. And And, (laughs) she's not even grounded. Like they just get over it. Right.
0: They, you know, they've buried the body. There's no (laughs) fingerprints anywhere.
1: No grounding. Yeah. I want that kind of punishment. I know, right. And but yeah, they start yelling and she's like, I'm sorry, I'm not Brandon with a job or Anna with a job, which yeah. was like really weird to say. Yeah, like, like I'm that's sorry, an adult I'm not woman. Who, yeah, no. that's an adult woman who should have a job. Like mom had a job up until you moved here in September.
0: Also, I'm not sure
1: why she was comparing herself to Anna
0: because Cindy doesn't like Anna that much. <laughs> so. Cindy does not want Anna around, so she's like, "Don't bring that up. <laughs> yeah. Don't bring up that someone else is cleaning my house." Exactly. Yeah, so it really just like makes me think that Brenda and mom just have a horrible relationship and that it's almost it almost makes me wonder, like, w- did something really happen, or do they just have an awful relationship? Do they just not get along? Cause it yeah, really did seems they get like... along
1: in Minnesota, or, like, did something happen? Or maybe, I don't know, maybe Brenda just turned 16 and, like... Started hating her mom or something. Yeah. In, in typical teenager fashion, or mm-hmm. whatever.
0: Could be. I don't know. Could be both. But, of course, Brandon would never do anything bad.
1: Yeah. Well, and then, that's the thing, is, like, she clearly... Like, mom thinks that she did this, but Mm -hmm. she doesn't get grounded because then she goes straight over to TIFFs. And, like, if I was grounded, my parents would not have let me out of the house.
0: Right. That's the thing. Like, she immediately tries to go rectify the situation herself, which, like, good on her for, I guess, taking control Mm -hmm. and trying to say, like, look, dude, you suck. And you caused so much friction in my household. You need to fix this. Like, good on her for being assertive in that way. But, yeah, I wouldn't have been allowed to do anything.
1: Yeah. Well, and then she would have just... Like, if it was me and I was grounded, I guess I would have called Tiff. But then yeah. all of those half-naked men that use the property. <laughs> they, use, they use the property. God. Yeah. It is,
0: thank God that she went to go visit her person or else we'd <laughs> she be robbed ask. of those guys.
1: <laughs> I I really need to know who at this show is just like, this is the second time where they're like, there's not enough going on in this scene. We need we, extras. We need background actors. Put them and in you know there. Take their shirts off. And put them in Speedos. <laughs> I mean, the one dude
0: that you can see pretty much the whole time almost looked a little bit like Dylan, mm-hmm. and I almost liked it because
1: he had similar hair, and he's like a little bit skinnier, but obviously it's not Dylan. I was because say, it can't have been Dylan because I actually paid attention to what was going on in the scene.
0: Well, and Dylan is perfect, and this guy was certainly not perfect. <laughs> yeah,
1: Dylan would have been in his own pool and not hanging out with a thief, and if he was hanging out with a thief, he would have fixed her.
0: And if he knew that she was a thief he would have left immediately. Yeah, he would have been like, do you think I'm here to hang out with you? No, <laughs> I'm here to use the property. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. so I guess Brenda finally does take charge. And this is the first time we actually see Tiff as being a little bit real mm-hmm. and not just a klepto.
1: Yeah, and yeah, you kind of see that her whole like crazy girl thing is really in act. It's totally an act. And just, she's just doing it for the attention, which is, again, this is the third episode in a row that we have had somebody doing this because we had Marianne in the first episode. Yeah. And we had Dylan in the second episode. Now we have Tiff in the third episode.
0: It's it, so it's a new girl every week, not necessarily as a love interest, but just a new girl that you then don't
1: see again. I know. And I don't
0: get the point.
1: I mean, it feels like... Well, technically, you do see Tiff every single time the intro plays. Oh, fair. Yeah. Because she's
0: the floating <laughs> body. She's the oh, my gosh. Yes. You're so right. But I just don't understand what they're trying to do. Yeah. It's like they're trying to almost make this into a sitcom, like a situational drama.
1: Yeah. It's like very much just the weekly thing instead of having yes. some overarching thing where we see the same characters. Exactly. Because, like Kelly could have been the thief, and it, I don't think it would have made a difference.
0: Or it could have been like i mean steve clearly steve is trying to get attention from something too because we've seen him get drunk we've seen him like uh try to find out who's stolen his uh or who wrecked his car Mm. like we've seen him intercom his mom and then ignore it to watch her show which still freaks me out yeah so it could have been it it literally could have been any of them yeah
1: well and i guess the only reason they wouldn't want to make it steve is because it's 1990 and there's still that whole like well girls steal and boys go do something else yeah
0: like girls are gonna be the ones that do like the little petty crimes petty Mm -hmm. theft and guys do more things like wreck people's cars and get drunk and act women get fights
1: yeah get in fights what do boys do get in (laughs) fights and bully bullying Bully yes scott. oh
0: my god first episode where scott doesn't no wait <laughs> he still does get bullied because steve sprays cologne in his face right right like, no that was he sprays he that's w- david wasn't he there
1: he wasn't there oh thank so, god <laughs> this is the first episode that scott doesn't get bullied oh, because
0: scott's just not there oh scott better to not be there than, than to be there and get bullied Aww. they don't think highly of scott at all yep so okay so yeah so brenda Brenda finally gets Tiff to think about her actions and her mm-hmm. consequences. Oh my
1: gosh, that moment where she, like, lays back down and she's just like, oh, whatever. And then she turns her face to the camera and has the sad face. It's yep. Like, it's so perfect. The moody, introspective look. That is, like, what every teenager would do. Classic. It's
0: perfect. So perfect. But that does cause, because that's what it always does, and we need an episode resolution every single mm-hmm. time, causes Tiff to come to the Walsh residence and apologize to Cindy.
1: Which is like I I appreciate her going and being like, Those were my clothes, those were yeah. Brenda's, essentially. But like it I don't know, it doesn't make me like mom any better because that's when she realized like I should have trusted Brenda this whole time.
0: Yeah, but then she we don't see her really apologize to Brenda for that I and mean, we see Brenda being like, Thanks, Tiff. Thanks, Tiff on the stairwell yeah. also there's like did you notice there's like this really really weird camera movement during this yeah. it was almost like they were in a boxing ring yeah like, it, it was, was like circling the or whatever yeah. yeah that was horrible the worst camera work we've seen thus far
1: oh i don't know
0: yeah maybe not maybe that's
1: a stretch everything with Brandon ends up being bad in some other way oh yeah we'll get to Brandon because I have thoughts on Brandon's storyline oh yeah we got to get this done first (laughs) yes
0: knock out Brenda which yeah oh and Cindy says my favorite thing because basically Tiff admits to saying you know like she her parents are never around she doesn't get the attention she needs she did it because she just wants to be noticed Blah 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 Mm -hmm. then we get Cindy delivering the beautiful line why don't you try stealing your parents attention? Oh my god.
1: Oh the writing on the show. It's
0: like a dad joke but a mom not
1: joke. (laughs) Well and I I also thought it was really interesting that she's like got it all in the bag sitting in the kitchen and I would just kind of was thinking like what was her plan here? Because you can't show up to the store with a giant bag of hundreds of dollars of stolen goods. I stole this. Sorry. Here you go. Okay, bye. Yeah. Like, my daughter stole this. Here it is. Like, yeah. That store is not going to be like, oh, it's okay. Thanks for bringing it back. She's clearly learned her lesson. They'd be like, right. she's banned. You just admitted to it. We're going to call the cops. It's kind of like that either the situation where do you feel
0: morally okay to just keep the clothing mm-hmm. or do you, like, donate it
1: or, like, yeah, yeah I, what do you I do? Yeah, In that scenario, I think your best case would be either to donate it or somehow, like, anonymously leave it at the front of the store. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like, just you don't know me, but my daughter stole all of this. Like, just leave a note. Like, if you accidentally ding someone's, like, rear view mirror or something, where you leave a little note. (laughs) Just leave a note. Found these. (laughs) Didn't steal them, but found them. Here you go.
1: (laughs) Bye. Oh, I would love that if they just, like, drove over at, like, 10 o'clock at night and, like, dropped it in front of the store and ran away. And then the next (laughs) morning someone was just like, take
0: Yeah, mine, i (gasps) take...
1: Oh, look at this giant bag of clothes.
0: For me. Well, or, and I'm sure, well, okay, so I know Hollywood has, at least now, a pretty significant population of homeless folks. Mm -hmm. So I would imagine maybe Beverly Hills has some, so that would be an easy thing to just steal, take, mine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I would do it.
1: <laughs> if I just found a tiny <laughs> bag of clothes. And frankly, if we found that bag of clothes, we'd be like, these kind of fit me.
0: Yeah. Like, oddly, these are all my size. <laughs> <laughs> what a coincidence. But at but yeah. least finally, we get some sort of resolution with Brenda, although Cindy still doesn't ever admit, like, oh my God, yeah. Yeah. Th- I, was I wrong. think that's
1: what bothers me is they don't ever actually have a conversation. Like, they have that argument and that's it. Like, they never sit down. And say like, you know, I'm worried about you because, you know, I know what the people are around here, which is very judgy of mom. Sure. Mom's because, very judgy. I mean, that's what, yeah, that's what she is. She's like, well, Kelly's clearly a terrible person. You don't know Kelly. You
0: don't know Kelly. Like, what if she's had a really tough background? Like, yeah. that's my thing. These Mom makes all these just sweeping uh, generalizations about these folks because she for whatever reason, has some stigma about Beverly Hills, which Mm -hmm. obviously some stereotypes are made because they're generally true. Mm -hmm. But she's just making these sweeping generalizations that before getting to know anyone, she has not gotten to know anyone. I know. And it bothers me so much because I just can't find myself being like the fact that your teenage children can be more open minded than you are Mm -hmm. in a place that you had to move for your husband's job. He probably got a significant pay raise. He probably... I mean, and if you were really that opposed to it, why did you come? Why yeah. did you guys make the decision to come here? Yeah. So, like mom sucks. I, I hate
1: mom. I hate mom her so sucks. much right now.
0: Mom sucks. She really, really sucks.
1: <laughs> okay, so... Brandon. Oh, Brandon. I do like, though, the they put these two storylines in the same episode where like Brenda's constantly complaining about money and she always wants money and she always wants to like keep up with all of her friends and then Brandon's like we do need money yeah like but he's the only one that actually puts it into action yeah which is of course he does that is the whole (laughs) dichotomy of like Brenda really wants money Brandon really wants a job and like you know provide for himself I guess because at the end of the episode where he's like my dad always had a job and he always talks about how he had a mm-hmm. job and you know I wanted to do that too sure and so I
0: guess dad's you know at least creating being a good role model for Brandon well
1: of course because
0: he's Brandon golden boy very very good boy Brandon
1: I also I do think it's interesting though that when he talks about wanting a job he goes to like a job board at the <laughs> school yeah bulletin
0: board <laughs> Which... all these job postings And then we get the probably greatest feat of cinema.
1: (laughs) Yeah, when you talk about how that was the worst shot, this is the worst shot. Yeah, okay. And yes, you're totally
0: right. It's it's a montage. It's big. It's blue. (laughs) And it reeks of Dutch angles. It's It's just like sideways, sideways. We'll make this compelling. Oh my god, it's the worst. It's literally just notebook with... 72 size font of here's a job for a place here's another place scratch
1: sad face scratch. scratch depressed scratch exhausted scratch it's so horrible it was such a waste of time there was no point to have it he no. should have just been like yeah i've got all these places and then said them and then gotten to the restaurant and been like last place on my list and right. walked
0: in exactly they could have easily like sped that up mm-hmm. not needed this and then just show like do have a little shot of the notebook and he's crossed out three of them oh this is my last hope hopefully this works out mm-hmm. and then go into this town restaurant and it made me <laughs> i love it it's <laughs> called this town which apparently has excellent cumin
1: excellent who cumin. notices that <laughs> how do you like how can you tell the difference i like, can't
0: taste cumin or I at least say, cumin, our cumin I think is I Publix brand our- i only
1: know that because we use it a lot because we use it for like tacos and oh, that
0: makes sense. See, I don't even really know. All I remember is from How I Met Your Mother when Marshall and Lily... <laughs> Salt, pepper,
1: and cumin? <laughs> yes, Ted would always
0: be cumin.
1: Yeah, no, we use it in, like, tacos. Mm, so that's the only tacos. reason I know about it, because, like, John makes the taco seasoning. And so I love look, tacos.
0: so good. I want tacos today. Mm. I'm going to get tacos. But, but yes. That
1: makes me think, like, do I know the difference between good and bad cumin? Like, I use store-brand cumin. Should I go get excellent
0: Bright cumin leather. from this town restaurant <laughs> in
1: Beverly Hills. I love that they get so into that. But like the whole scene where he goes in and she wants to hire him and he's like, I get it. You don't have to say anything. Yeah. I don't know. Like that was the stupidest thing. Cheesiest thing that could have happened.
0: Also, it oddly felt like like an audition for like a show or yeah. a movie or some Broadway or thea- theater type mm-hmm. thing. It felt very movie star audition
1: which i will say like i've worked in restaurants where they don't necessarily give you like they don't call it an audition but you have to work a shift
0: oh yeah before Before you're officially hired Mm -hmm. yeah
1: they'll be like all right well you can come in and you know we'll put you on hourly and you can like walk around with somebody else right that was the only time i did it, but he's a he's a crummer Like, well, there is no auditioning for crummers. And it seems like he like, how is
0: he so confused that he thinks he got a job as a server when he's never
1: served? Well, and like. I don't know, it seems pretty obvious to me, like when they hire you and they they give him a jacket that is a different color from the server's jackets, Mm -hmm. and then they're like having him do back of house stuff. So, like, he's clearly not a server because no. at some point they would have been like, All right, well, you need to learn the menu. We need to see how you interact with people. Yeah. You know, this is how we use our POS. Like,
0: it's literally like he just walked in, gave them his application. They're like, Okay, you're good, but didn't
1: actually clarify. What he'd be doing, mm. or he just assumed. Yeah, which, which is probably that. I think that is what happens because he goes to school the next day and he's talking to Steve, Steve and finally Dylan. has friends and
0: Dylan. Yeah, and Dylan's showed up. He is in overalls, so might I say this is the second time in as many episodes that he wears overalls, and I am for it. I
1: know, God, he pulls them off,
0: and he only he's got the one strap on, the one strap off. Ugh just take me away.
1: Uh, I never thought I'd say I found overall sexy, but
0: <laughs> there you go. If anyone could make them sexy, it's Dylan freaking McKay. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: so yeah, they chat.
0: They're like best buds now. Also, so finally we see people coming together. Yes, which is which... all I wanted. Andrea Andrea is still outside talking
1: to only Brandon which it's like what I was like texting you the other day. I yep. bet she's just like I can't have any friends because then they're going to find out I'm poor they're gonna and then know I my don't secret. live in this district. Yep. And what? They're going to tell somebody? Yeah, like uh that seems weak. But whatever. Yep. Sure. We'll go with it. That's that's my current standing theory is that she's ancient. Yep. And oh, yeah, not supposed she she to be there.
0: Yep. <laughs> but we at least finally get a little bit of group kumbayaing, mm-hmm. you know we get
1: some coming together at least with the boys which like what i was about to say i don't really see dylan and steve hanging Bonding? out together but it's yeah. gotta be because of brandon totally he's the connector mm-hmm.
0: and i guess brenda is maybe a connector Isn't no really i guess kelly's kelly. the connector yeah kelly because kelly connects
1: donna and brenda And then Kelly's going to connect to Steve and then all of them are going to be friends together. And I
0: can't wait to see it because they (laughs) need to bond. They need to be friends and we need to have love triangles
1: and we need to have drama. That's the thing is like I'm ready for all of those things to happen and they haven't yet. And I know they got to build up to it, but I'm just like, all right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. It's just been these
0: one off stories when I want the actual in group drama. Yeah. Somebody fall in love with someone else. Yes. And then fall in love with someone else and, and either cheat on them or like be tortured because I love them both for different Mm. reasons. Like I need all of that. Um, So I think we're getting closer. We're getting closer to that. Yeah.
1: But definitely Mm -hmm. it's
0: not there yet.
1: Yeah. So Brandon goes and has his, first night of work Mm -hmm. and he works his butt off he's got to carry all the plates and he's got to crumb the tables (laughs) and he's not allowed to talk to the guests and and, he hates it yeah and he goes to the back and what's he's like filling the salt shakers in the middle of a service which is not a thing that happens Mm -hmm. you do that before everybody shows up yep so like First of all, whoever's in this writer's room has never been a server before, and that blows my mind. Yeah. Because I thought that was the whole Hollywood thing. Definitely.
0: Every celebrity I've heard either started out as a server or like working in a
1: hotel or Mm. but some sort of like service type role. Doesn't she ask him at some point about filling the cumin too? Yes. Which (laughs) is (laughs) is that a thing? No, it's not. (laughs) You don't put cumin on the table. I
0: don't recall ever being to a restaurant where I get anything other than ketchup, mustard, salt and pepper.
1: Well, I mean, they didn't have excellent cumin
0: like this town. True. So maybe this was their thing. They gave you the cumin to, uh, what is it, to uh, use to taste. <laughs> I don't Sprinkle know. To taste. But I wouldn't even know what to put the cumin on. Do you put on everything? Is that what's so unique about this town restaurant? Is <laughs> their that...
1: cumin is universal?
0: Yeah, you put that on everything.
1: <laughs> I put that shit on everything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and then he goes into the back and, like, starts refilling the salt shakers or whatever, and he's talking to the cook, mm-hmm. and I don't even remember what the cook says, but I remember it's when, like, Brandon turns around and is like, everyone back here is brown. And, yeah, he says something like, you get minimum wage?
0: Or something like that's that. That's what he
1: says on the second shift.
0: Oh, right. First shift, he just, first shift, first <laughs> shift. Oh, he she, just, like,
1: fires everybody willy-nilly or whatever. That's right, and just yells a lot. Yeah, which, yeah. like boohoo every restaurant does that i have been standing like ringing in an order while someone is screaming in my ear like (laughs) nice it's not great but it does happen
0: right like boohoo and brandon's clearly never had a job before so he doesn't know the ropes Mm. and these folks do yeah i say folks a lot i've been saying it in personal life and (laughs) in the podcast folks ugh anyway yeah, so he has an awful shift. Gosh, a shift. <laughs> he has an awful shift, goes home exhausted.
1: And he's like, Dad, I had, a, I had my first day at work. Ugh, it's horrible. can't believe I have to do this every day. Which, like, I just, I have no sympathy. I don't either. I like, have worked in restaurants and I've not and I still don't have sympathy you, working a job yeah is hard True. like I remember being in high school and having like the four hour shift because mm-hmm. by the time you get out of school and get to the mall or whatever like you've only got four hours until the place closes right and like yeah working it is sucks. hard whatever
0: work sucks I know <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he's all mad that he has had a bad day work sucks it's terrible then he goes back for a second shift
1: oh boy hold on is is it between the shifts when like Brenda's on the phone and the phone goes out she has to go out and yell at her mom and say the phones are down again Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. she and Brandon have that conversation about like white privilege yes
0: they do because he had realized in his first shift
1: one shift where he talked to one person
0: that wait a minute i don't look like the people in the back and the people in the back don't look like me Mm -hmm. what is wrong here
1: and brenda's like yeah it's just like anna at least mom pays her you know mom pays her a fair wage or whatever which i just wanted to be like excuse me it's like anna also what's a fair
0: wage to them
1: well and that's like We, my parents had a cleaning service that came every other week or something and I Mm -hmm. never knew how much they paid them. And I was like, that just never crossed my mind. And they're just sitting there like, well, you know, mom pays Anna fairly. Like, why are you thinking about that? They
0: didn't know Anna was a thing two days ago. And now apparently they know her finances around like what she gets paid.
1: It was just really weird to me that they were trying so hard to be like, Anna is Mexican, I guess. Mm -hmm. And like, blah, 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 blah. I'd... It made me really mad that they were having these conversations because it was yeah. like, there is no point that you should be having them and you are two white people. like, Yeah, it felt a little uncomfortable. Yeah, it was just weird. Yeah. And then, then when Brandon goes back to his second shift and it's another yeah. really busy, which like, what, it's Friday and Saturday night? Of probably. course it's going to be busy. Yeah. Get over yourself. Like, yeah, they probably should have started him crumbing on a Tuesday
0: yeah like, that's the thing he he starts his shifts on <laughs> busiest nights
1: yeah like
0: it's not gonna be a good introduction into the working it's gonna world. be busy every yeah.
1: restaurant is busy Chili's is really busy on a Tuesday night and, and night, they don't even have excellent cumin and, yeah. on a Friday night <laughs> and Dylan even mentions like oh that's a hot restaurant like that's popular so it's <laughs> I like, went on opening night they have great cumin <laughs>
0: God, with this cumin. I can't can't even get over it. I'm going to say it at
1: least seven more times.
0: Yeah, and in this episode, I mean, in this episode, in this shift, man, I'm really struggling with the shifts and episode, whatever.
1: (laughs) In this shift, like, all hell apparently breaks loose. No, it's like a Saturday night dinner. Yeah. It's just busy. Like, you have to clear the tables so you can turn them. Mm -hmm. And if you've got people walking around with bus tubs, which does not seem realistic. No. Like, not in this kind of a restaurant. Mm -hmm. I don't think they would have... People just walking through the dining room with bus tubs. And with the towel on the mm-hmm. shoulder and yeah, yeah that like seems... none
0: of this would be happening. No, that seems more like a, you know, fast casual or It's like, a Chili's thing. Yeah, yeah I, yeah,
1: I worked at Chili's. Right. I carried bus tubs. <laughs> yep. Like I had to go clean my table and I would take a tub if there were 14 seats. But you'd also be cleaning the table before the end of it, which is why all these servers are like turning around and putting stuff in the tub and he's right. just like, oh my God, all these people are giving me plates. Yes, that's your job. That's what happens. Oh, no.
0: People eat on a plate, then the plate is taken away. And to then be cleaned. you as a crummer slash busboy take it away. Ugh. And I love that she's like, Don't talk to the customers. Yeah, which you probably shouldn't. I mean, but it's weird for her to just It's yell weird that she is like on him being like, Don't talk to the customers. It's it does seem like she's kind of following him around a little bit. And she's following Brendan. Maybe because or he's no v- yeah she calls she him calls him brandon i mean brandon god <laughs>
1: i think i have called him brandon meaning yeah. to say brandon and we're just not catching it anymore no
0: eh, whatever they're too close together but it's almost like she's watching him closely because this is his first day yeah or he's first a couple new days. crummer
1: on a saturday night at a busy hot new restaurant and he just gets so mad yeah at everything well and i love then the other guy- did we ever get the other guy's name the other employee? Yeah. Chang. Chang? Okay. But is that
0: what his name is, or do we think that's just what That's just what she's calling him? him? Oh, yeah, because she's like, no, you're in the back with Chang and Yuri. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. we don't know if they're, their real name is mm. what... And so I feel weird calling them by any name. But then I feel like I have to give them a name because that's I deserve a name. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, I really think... He should have gotten the job, and you could show, like, a really bad shift. And I know they were trying to introduce him going with Dylan to the pie place. Oh, my gosh. The peach pit, guys. The peach pit. The peach
0: pit. I have to calm down on that. So finish your thought. We will get there. Let me get this one out, and then we will talk about
1: (laughs) that, because that's just another Dylan thing, and we're just going to go all out on Dylan. Dylan. But, yeah, so I know they were trying to speed it up to get to the peach pit and everything, but I feel like if they were going to do this whole – him getting so mad and then the other person being like at least you make minimum wage and mm-hmm. him having his eyes open to racism and capitalism and all of these things that they should have dragged this out oh and yeah more than like, two shifts yeah it should yeah. have been like oh my god what and then like going to andrea andrea and being <laughs> like hey i have this great idea about an article that i want to write i'm fighting and for then, injustice yeah and, which works so perfectly in his white knight white male savior blah, blah 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 that's the thing now he can save people of
0: color but he doesn't do it <laughs> and he doesn't need to like that is not his place
1: yeah and it's just but like what they should have done was actually turned that into a story even if it went over like two or three episodes right. where he really wanted to write this and he actually wrote it and he actually put it in the paper and then the next day You know, he comes to school and Steve's mom's read it, Kelly's mom's read Mm -hmm. it, Donna's parents read it. Yeah, like and nobody's gonna go there anymore. But instead he finds out that the other guys in the back aren't even making minimum wage and just quits on the spot. It was like I am an investigative reporter for the <laughs> West Beverly High School newspaper. Da 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 da. Ooh, I'm shaking in my boots. I know. Like, like, is that supposed to be threatening? I know that does literally nothing because then we never hear about whether or not he wrote the episode or wrote the article. Yep. Whether there's an investigation into like fair wage and labor practices. If and all he went
0: stuff. to the local news, perhaps yeah. instead of
1: just West Beverly paper. Well, that's the thing. There's no payout, nah. so as far as we know. Brandon did his thing that he always does where he just says that he's yep, going to save no everybody. Action. And then we just have to infer that he he's the reason that Marianne is standing up for herself. And he's the reason that Sarah Betty is going to go get sober. And mm-hmm. he's the reason that, you know, the back of house people at this town are automatically going to get minimum wage. Which, to be honest,
0: it doesn't even seem like the people in the back are even... To the point where they're so mad that they want something to happen because... Like, they didn't ask Brandon to be mad about it. Which, you know what I mean? They're obviously upset, you know, of course, that they're not getting a fair wage. Mm-hmm. But they don't have control over the situation. But it's not like they're asking Brandon, a white guy, to speak up for them. Yeah, they'd
1: probably be angry that he felt that he needed to stand up. Like, Yeah, like, don't have, ruin this for me. It would have been a more interesting story if he had been talking with them and somehow without making him the white male savior Mm -hmm. you know them being like we do deserve better and all of them walk out or exactly like Like, almost
0: unionize or yeah give them autonomy
1: over their own story exactly which is what has made me so angry about every time he tries to quote unquote save a girl Mm -hmm. it's like give her autonomy over taking her own reputation back taking back her sobriety doing blah 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 like We don't need Brandon to do this for them.
0: We need them to feel empowered. Mm -hmm. And Brandon can help them feel empowered to, like you said, take control of their own situations. But we don't need Brandon to feel empowered.
1: Which it would have made me like Brandon more if, yeah, I got more of the feeling that he was helping them do it Mm -hmm. versus just telling them or doing it for them
0: or like telling them how they should feel like this is an outrage you should feel outraged Mm -hmm. no you should just have facts and like you should feel how you want to feel Mm -hmm. and if if you don't feel like you're in control of your situation can I help rather than I'm just going to help when it's not asked for
1: and I do think it you know if if this episode were done today it would have been more of a story of them educating this white boy in mm-hmm. Beverly Hills of like, this is what happens with racial inequality. Exactly. Like, you need to know about this. And then, you know, maybe not having a resolution because life's not fair. And he right. needed to learn that life's not fair, but that we could do something about it.
0: No, 100%. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause he literally like, that's it. He threatens her, takes off the jacket, quits, and then they go to the peach pit and he gets a brand new job right away.
0: Yeah. So it's like you clearly, that that also is, is kind of frustrating. It's like, Brandon just has it so easy. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't have a job. My job sucks. I'll just find another one. Yeah, no big deal. Which anger aside, <laughs> we do get to the peach pit and we meet Nat, and Nat is the coolest. He is so sweet. He ends up being that voice of reason character, mm-hmm. which you'll see later on. But also, the peach pit becomes their um, what is it in Saved by the Bell? Yeah,
1: that's what I was thinking. I don't remember. What it's I don't called. remember either the max or something yes
0: or like chubbies in boy meets world yeah. like it becomes their local hangout it becomes the hangout yeah which is great because the peach pit is awesome and
1: i love it and you know what else this is dylan actually having action right. versus not doing anything he he's takes, like i know a place yeah and he takes brandon there where he knows they need help and brandon needs a job and he facilitates that happening
0: and Dylan in,
1: is amazing. Yeah, he's the best. He's so good.
0: I hope nothing makes me think otherwise. I don't think it could because he's already on a pedestal. I was going to say, <laughs> I think even if he does something terrible, I'm going to rationalize it away. Oh, yeah. Certainly. He's like Sean in Boy Meets World.
1: Yeah, where Sean just does, you know, Sean does hoodlum things and you're just like, but he's Sean. All and he you root do for is, like, him hand through the hair and like yeah. <laughs> have the point at the end of the episode in Boy Meets World where they resolve things. And exactly. Talk, yep. And Dylan seems to be the do.
0: only mature one mm-hmm. at this point which I mean clearly he's had to have been mature. Yeah. Faster he's, than I the guess, others. I kind guess of raising himself at this mm-hmm. point. But um. at least he's almost he's not being a victim of his situation. Mm-hmm. He's kind of I don't know being a good person despite his circumstances
1: that we don't fully know yet, which is I think the thing is he's just a good person.
0: Yeah, and it's just it's setting it up to show that. Yeah, and once we do learn more about his background, we'll still understand like okay, you're you're just a good guy. You're mm-hmm. just a good dude. Yeah, and beautiful also.
1: And then the episode ends with Brandon coming home and Brenda's writing her lame is. Essay. oh god yeah <laughs> i got really probably unrealistically upset when he's like jean valjean like you literally just said jean yeah you oh totally <laughs> it, was, it was just like oh. it was a pointless joke to put in and then they read her little like two sentence thing about mm-hmm. stealing or whatever and mom comes in and she's talked to tiff so everything's forgiven between them without us seeing a resolution and then dad comes in and is you know, sad that he went to a tennis thing without mom and they're, you know, happy again despite never really mm-hmm. coming to a resolution about Anna or the fact that he bought himself a warm up suit and not one for <laughs> his wife or just didn't buy her a gift in general. God, <laughs> like, oh my, my relationship would not have lasted no. if I expected my husband to bring me a present all the time.
0: Yeah, is her love language gifts
1: or something?
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> I bet they don't know
1: their love language, they definitely don't know their
0: love languages.
1: Ugh. And then, yeah, so they do all of that, and then Brandon's like, I had two jobs today, which was just, whatever, we get it, Brandon, you're the golden boy. I'm so
0: proud of you, son. And then they
1: all stand around and eat the mystery meat. The quote-unquote mystery meat, which is just normal food. Brenda has that thing where she's like, yeah, I missed dinner today, too, because I was so stressed. I love it, the stressed-out diet, or whatever. Oh, God, (laughs) yeah. You are going to have an eating disorder and I don't want to see it and it's coming and I know it is. And you think this is okay and... And nobody says anything. Nobody said a Nobody's like, well, we should, you know, maybe deal with your stress and maybe deal with the fact that you're not eating. Maybe
0: we should communicate as a family more.
1: I'm sorry. What a novel idea. No, no, absolutely not not allowed. Okay, so (laughs) knowing all of this, what would you rate the episode?
0: Bad. (laughs) Just bad. <laughs> I,
1: I know. I didn't
0: like this episode at I all. I hated it. I struggled to rewatch it. Yeah. I no, really did. This one. It's got to be a D.
1: I was going to say a D. Yeah, it's, it's got to be a D. So, and the only reason it's not an F?
0: Dylan. Dylan. D, for Dylan. <laughs> D for Dylan. D for Dylan. D for Dylan appearance. Not D for Dylan yeah. because, let's be honest, we never give Dylan a D.
1: Yeah. No. Dylan gets an A
0: every time a plus come on don't short change him he's the best yeah. but yeah d for dylan it's not enough because he showed up but overall yeah d it was just bad it was
1: just dumb it was just bad it was really bad i was a d for dumb d
0: for dumb yes d for d, d-, d- terrible
1: <laughs> i was really thinking it was
0: d for duh. d for d <laughs> No A forever, no anything. There no. this wasn't even a good try.
1: Yeah, I did. Mm. I got nothing. <laughs> it's not
0: even a good try.
1: I got nothing. Just D. Just bad.
0: Hopefully next episode's better, which I don't have I high say, hopes. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. It's Already not. Seen it. It's not. It's not. <laughs> okay. Well, right. we'll get to next week and talk about episode 4. Was it Ooh. the first time? The first time. Yep. Episode 4 the first time. But in the meantime, have fun out there. <laughs> you stay classy. <laughs> this has been Back to West Bev. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review us. Five stars, please. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at back podcast or contact us at back podcast at gmail.com. That's B-A-C-K-T-O podcast at gmail.com.